Hello and welcome to On The Menu. I'm Sadia Osmani and today I'm inviting you to join me for the next half an hour as we cook Italian. I'm getting out and about in Hong Kong to visit Violetta Palessi, Alessandra Bettiol and Federica Fulaginiti. They're all members of the Italian Women's Association and I'm going to great crash into their kitchen today. I can't wait. So an authentic Italian cooking lesson is on the cards for me and for you. I'm just going to jump onto the MTR and I'll see you there. Well, here I am. I've got here and I've found my way to their kitchen and I'm well excited. Now, let me just introduce my guests to you. It's Violetta and Alessandra. Thank you very much for letting me into your kitchen. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So now, first of all, before we start cooking, let me just ask you a little bit about yourself. Now, Violetta, tell me a little bit about what you do and um, what you cook and things like that. Um, what I do, I, for my job, I write guidebooks and um, so mainly for expats. And so food plays a big part in your life in yes, terms of cooking? I love uh, cooking. So it's something that I do every day, you know, with my family and um, I really enjoy that. So Okay. Alessandra, <laughs> now tell me about yourself. How long have you been in Hong Kong? Uh, I live in Hong Kong uh, from two years. And uh, now I love this moment because I like so much Italian food. So now, tell me, you guys sat down together and decided what recipe we're going to make today. So what have you chosen? Tagliatelle with um, uh, mushrooms and truffle. It's a typical northern Italian dish. So which part of Italy are you from? It's funny enough, I'm not from there, but I lived there for one year. And uh, it's where I yeah, came across truffle for my first time because in the south of Italy we don't eat it and I love it. So, and I think it's a typical uh, and delicious Italian dish. So we decided we're going to cook it together today. And Alessandra, where's your background from? Where about in Italy? Uh, I come from Treviso, near Venice. The region is uh, Veneto. Great. Okay, now I shall roll up my sleeves and we can get going. We've got a number of ingredients in front of us. Do you want to tell me what is going to go into this dish? Yeah, so the, the main ingredients is mushrooms and truffle. And then, um, um, then as a basic, you know, to make the sauce, we will have um, onions and garlic and a little bit of butter and extra virgin olive oil and parsley and uh, of course pasta <laughs> okay all right so let's let's get going so what's the first step what do we need to do first we need to do a little bit of prep so like cutting the garlic cutting the onions and chopping the parsley now do you tend to just use fresh garlic you've got fresh garlic i mean you don't because we can get peeled garlic in hong kong as well um yeah not uh, we always get the no you know because he, it's fresher you know when this uh, when you peel it's already peeled garlic it's uh, a bigger quantity normally it's more for restaurants and uh, you know it doesn't take very long to peel it at all and keep it fresh um how about you alessandra do you do a lot of cooking in the house uh, sometimes, because uh, I love to eat, but cook for me is very difficult. I prefer to eat. <laughs> well, don't we all? She's making help today anyway. She, you know. All right, she's helping you with the recipe. So now we've got the garlic. You're just peeling the garlic. Peeling um, three cloves garlic. 
Now, garlic is without doubt one of the base ingredients in Italian food, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, we you know we use a lot of garlic, but onions and etc. is a base oil, etc. But what's surprising with garlic is that you know I tend to use a lot of it in, in in my cooking, but you know people have this thing that oh it smells so strong, but actually it doesn't when it's cooked and stuff. You don't smell it that much. I love garlic, but of course, you know, it depends. Some people are just more sensitive to smell or, or obviously if you cook, for example, in the oven and you use for the recipes, you know, and you can cook in, a, in, um, uh, you know, without peeling, for example, the, the taste is much, uh, uh, is less strong. So, you know, it depends on that. So what would you say, Alessandra, about Italian food? What is the best kind of thing about Italian food for you? For me, it's uh, spaghetti e pomodoro. Oh, right. Okay. And what is it about that that you like? Is it mainly because the sauce is so rich and, and it's, it's quite a flavorsome dish, isn't it? Uh, I like so much uh, with them. Um, I, uh, I don't know because is, uh, the spaghetti is very simple to find and uh, with the pomodoro and I like uh, so much with the uh, garlic. <laughs> I like. Okay, so now um, you're just chopping that garlic up quite sort of nice small pieces. Yes, yes. You know, we don't, yeah, you, for some dishes you can use it bigger, but for this one I think it goes better if it's not uh, too thick. So you wouldn't usually use a garlic crusher or anything? You're happy just to sort of slice it? Oh, I discovered garlic crushers only when I met my husband. You know, normally, you know, in Italy, I think uh, we do uh, by knife. Yeah, with a knife. We don't really use garlic crusher much. Yeah, I've seen some sort of Italian films where they're sort of slicing the garlic with a blade. <laughs> and it's incredible. You can almost see through it. <laughs> yeah, we have a kind of blade today, but for oh, the truffle. Right. Okay, okay. So that's the garlic all crushed all sort of chopped up there. So this is just the prep that we're doing before. Now, obviously here, you know, we're, we, you can use tagliatelle, you can use other pasta, but this forms a good base for any, this is the sauce that you're going to be making, isn't it? Yes, it's, uh, yeah. It's a, uh, the dish, it's, you know, like uh, many Italian dishes, it's mainly the quality of the ingredients. They make the dish uh, very good. So it's important to get good uh, ingredients more than just, uh, you know, the quantity of the things. So. Now we've got the garlic all sliced up and chopped up quite fine. And the next stage, you're also going to go and get some water ready because you're going to get your pasta sorted, yeah, aren't you? Yeah, actually, to boil the water takes some time. So it's better to have a quite big uh, pan because uh, sometimes people use a little bit of water, but they should use much more because the pasta should be comfortable, you know, inside. So a nice full pan, and would you put salt in the in the water? Yes, always. Otherwise, the pasta doesn't, you know, have a lot of taste without that. Before the salt. Wow! So a lot of time we Quite use in Italy. Uh, yes, because it's, oh. uh, it doesn't go inside the pasta, but it goes inside the water. Basically, that is why you put it at the beginning. So all the water takes absorb and uh, the salt dissolve. Mm -hmm. So all the water is going to have a little bit of uh, taste. So, you know. Uh, all right. I would have just put sprinkling, but that's good. I have learned something now. Okay, that's brilliant. <laughs> so that's what I've been doing wrong all of this time. I was just trying to get the salt. Okay, so now you've got two little onions. You're listening to On the Menu with Sadio Dismani.
You've got a top tip here, Violetta, for um, onions, because we were just talking about the fact that, you know, your eyes stream and it's quite uncomfortable cutting onions. But you've got a little bit of a secret here as to how you can stop that. Yeah, normally if you, you know, if you put the onions after, after you peel them, a little bit under the water, and then after the only thing you need to be able to dye them quite well with the tea towel, because then otherwise uh, it gets, you know, in the oil, the contact, the oil will just sparkle uh, <laughs> a little bit too much. But then, uh, you know, we'll... Uh, uh, reduce the the crying <laughs> effect from the onions. So. Okay, good. Well, we'll keep that one in mind next time I cut onions anyway. The onion is cut. So you can do with a knife, or in Italy we use this one normally. Ah, this is um, uh, what you call uh, that. That's a half moon cutter. And so you can kind of grip both sides and then you can just chop your onions. This gives you a nice kind of balanced approach to the chopping, doesn't it? Yeah, I think, you know, if you're not, you know, very comfortable with sharp knives and etc., it's a very nice way to make it, uh, uh, to chop onions quite quickly. And this is quite good for, for chopping herbs and things too, isn't it? To get yeah. them really nice and fine. On the menu delicious recipes for you to try at home. So you just put those aside for now. Yes. So this is just really the prep for the sauce. So it's not really a dish that takes too long. I mean, somebody can throw this together if they're working, if they come back from work or for a family. So it's an easy dish to put together. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, if you do a little bit of prep in advance or, or you know, even in the moment, you know, it doesn't take very long at all. I mean, uh, the mushroom will take a little bit of time to get a little bit of caramelization on the top. In Italy, we use um, you know these kind of mushrooms or porcini. So in, in this case, you can use um, just a normal you know brown or white mushrooms. I will use a little bit of both, also it's good for you know the color for the dish. And uh, normally, you know, you never wash mushrooms. So the way you do it, you take a tea towel and you take away the little. Uh, the specks on it, the, the little specks stuff or, that's you know, or a little, you know, from earth. Because if you wash them, then uh, you get them too mushy when you cook them, and also you uh, you take away some of the flavor. So you don't do that. And normally we remove the bottom of the mushrooms. In Hong Kong, uh, just generally in China, there's a huge variety of mushrooms available. Would you use a selection of different types? Because you've got the oyster, you've got the shiitake, you've got lots of different I mean, ones. No. Normally, uh, you know, you don't have to use just these ones. They, I mean, I will use a combination of mushrooms if you want more flavor, because of course mushrooms have different flavor. So normally the bottom mushroom and then... Uh, um, but right. uh, you can use also local mushroom if you don't have to spend a lot of money to use, uh, you know, <laughs> buy just Italian mushrooms. Okay, great. And mushrooms are, you know, they're just so versatile because really, I suppose some of the mushrooms, you get so much texture in some of those. They're almost like meaty, aren't they? Yeah. So how are you going to just cut these mushrooms? So I cut them uh, in half and then uh, I chop them. So Violetta, tell me, um, is there a large Italian community in Hong Kong? I mean, not as large as the French or others, but there are be more than 4,000 uh, Italians in Hong Kong. So, and the nice thing is the community has uh, grown a lot in the last few years. So they, they passed from 3,000 to 4,000 in just a few years. And they seem to be quite an active community. You run a number of events, because obviously you're involved 
and Susanna Zandra in the Italian Women Association, which is, um, I know I've been to a couple of events and things that they've run. So it seems like an active community. Yeah, yeah, it's very active. Alessandra, as the president of the um, Italian Women's Association, what kind of things are you doing all the time? Every month uh, we organize uh, some events uh, and uh, all the money is of, of, of the month uh, is uh, for the for a charity. Uh, every month uh, we choose uh, a, a charity, we give uh, the money to this uh, charity because uh, we think that uh, the event uh, uh, is uh, for uh, a good reason that uh, we organize uh, for this uh, reason. If you like this recipe, you can download it now from Sadia's Facebook page, Sadia Dosmani, on Radio 3 RTHK. How about getting all the Italian food and the ingredients? Is it easy to find the ingredients in Hong Kong? I mean, a few years ago already it was quite difficult. You had the main shops like Jando, uh, Bel Paese, but now, you know, the number of shops available are bigger. And today we got um, uh, our, for example, we got fresh truffle today. We got it from Abrata and San. They are very specialized uh, in truffles and uh, Italian delicatessen food. So now you've just opened a packet, flat leaf parsley. And that's beautiful. The fragrance of flat leaf parsley is amazing, isn't it? So now we're just going to give it a quick rinse. So yeah. is that accessible here? You can find it easily? Yeah, you can find it in um, supermarkets yeah. and also in uh, sometimes wet markets. Yes. So, yeah, the, the quality will depend because, you know, some they are more specialized. You, you must dry them because if you don't dry them, just <laughs> a lot of, you know, it's like a salad, you know, like you need to uh, make sure that uh, to be uh, not crispy, but anyway, you know, good and uh, fragrant, you know, it needs to be uh, dry. So now we remove the leaves from uh, the stem. You got Alessandra in here now helping. <laughs> <laughs> You're the assistant here <laughs> at the moment. Okay. You enjoy you enjoy eating. So, what's your favourite dish, Alessandra? As you're chopping this parsley or just destemming it here, what's your favourite favourite dish? You mentioned spaghetti bolognese. You mentioned spaghetti. I like so much uh, riso uh-huh. with mushroom rice. Uh-huh. Rice. Uh-huh. Right. And how about kind of sweet dishes in Italy? Um, what would you say is the, one of the most popular things? Tiramisu and panna cotta are the most uh, well-known. You know, in Italy, we have a lot of regional cooking. So although, you know, generally foreigners, you know, all, all they know is like lasagna, you know. Yeah. Uh, Pasticcio. Uh, but then you have a lot of uh, uh, regional for different regions. So tiramisu and panna cotta probably are the west, most well-known and the one you find more. Yeah, yeah. frequently restaurants. Well, it's making my mouth water, so I think we should get back to the parsley. <laughs> foodie focus. On the menu for our foodie focus this week is truffles. A truffle is the fruiting body of a subterranean fungus. Edible truffles are held in high esteem in French, Italian, Croatian, Slovenian, Ottoman, Middle Eastern, and Spanish cuisine, as well as in international haute cuisine. Truffles were rarely used during the Middle Ages. During the Renaissance, truffles regained popularity in Europe. Because of their high price and their pungent aroma, truffles are used sparingly. The aroma dissipates more quickly when heated, so truffles are generally served raw and shaved over warm, simple foods where their flavor will be highlighted, such as buttered pasta or eggs. Thin truffle slices may be inserted into meats, 
under the skins of roasted fowl, in foie gras preparations, in pâtés or in stuffings. Some speciality cheeses contain truffles as well. Truffle oil is used as a lower cost and convenient substitute for truffles to provide flavoring or to enhance the flavor and aroma of truffles in cooking. Truffles boast an impressive nutrient profile. They're high in carbs, protein and fiber and contain both saturated and unsaturated fatty acids as well as micronutrients such as vitamin C, phosphorus, sodium, calcium, magnesium, manganese and iron. And we have a, another guest in the kitchen, and that's Frederica. And this is, it's Frederica's kitchen that we are actually cooking in. And, and I was just asking Frederica that you do a lot of cooking too, don't you, Frederica? Yes, I love cooking, and I love traditional Italian cooking. And uh, uh, I love, because, for example, my mother uh, was from the north of Italy, and my father from the south. And so I love to mix and cook both of uh, uh, dishes from different uh, parts of Italy. So what would you say, if I asked you about you know, essential ingredients that you need for good Italian cooking, what are the three main things that you think are the most important things? Vegetables. I mean, we, I, it's the way to cook healthy but uh, tasty. And of course, I coming from Piemonte, and we have a, a really good tradition of uh, meat. Of course, meat is uh, uh, our most important dish in Piemonte. And of course, you cannot have Italian without pasta. Right, so we've got the water boiling for the pasta, and you've got a wok. You're just going to heat uh, that up. You know, you can use a wok, but you know, but basically you need a large uh, fine pan or large pan, you know, with um, sticky, non-sticky, you know, mm -hmm. uh, coating. So it's all you need. So the first thing I put is um, uh, butter and a little bit of olive oil to cook the mushrooms. Uh, normally, in a lot of recipes in Italy, I will put first the garlic and. Uh, uh, or the onions, but in this case, because I want the mushroom uh, cooked uh, first a bit more with the caramelization, then I put first the mushroom and after I will add these things. Yeah, just trying to sizzle that. So normally we use, uh, you know, the coarse salt for the um, pasta, but then when you cook, we use the, um, the fine, uh, fine. Mm -hmm. So as soon as the butter is uh, melted, then you add the um, mushrooms. To get a little bit of crispiness, then I will cook uh, a bit longer, maybe then, uh, you know, <laughs> maybe the other dishes, you know. They can, you know, they're so good even like that, but it's better to put. And I add a little bit of salt to get the crispiness out of the mushroom. Does the salt um, release some of the water in the mushrooms? Yeah, it does, but yeah, at the same time, you know, so you will uh, get a little bit more sauce, you know, like, uh, so if you put them, it will release anything that has water in that, if you put salt, it will release, but then you, it's how you make a sauce, not just, uh, you know, <laughs> the mushroom thing. 
So now the mushrooms have been sitting in the oil and just kind of almost frying, but they've you haven't touched them at all, Violetta, have no, you? No, you don't. Yeah, you don't. You try to stir them as the least as possible. Actually, I don't even stir with anything because uh, the least you touch them, the less less water they release them, so they become a little bit more like. Uh, so some of them have gone quite colors, crispy yeah. and yeah. they've changed yeah, colour. Crispy, only one side and the other one is still soft. And you've just turned it, whether you just lifted the wok up and yeah. just turned the wok and given them a little bit of a shake. Yeah. And I can see that they're, they're coloured, like some of them have got a nice sort of golden glow on them as well. So they've been, yes. they've been cooking quite well. So this is the kind of technique that you really need to make sure that you do to make that sauce, that you let those I mushrooms... I mean, you know, in Italy, everyone is going to tell you they have their own recipe. So I'm not saying that mine is necessarily, you know, the recipe. You know, every, every family has their own recipe. That is for me, it's how I like, uh, you know, mushroom to give a little bit of bite and a little bit of thing. But, you know, <laughs> honestly, you, as, long, as long as you like uh, the way the mushroom are cooked, it's fine, you know, no... So now, because they are a little bit of this color, you don't want them fried, yeah? So you add, um, uh, you know, the first the onions and then after the garlic, because the onion takes longer to cook compared to the garlic. Oh, some of the mushrooms have gone beautifully golden. They've almost ch changed uh, color completely. Those are beautiful. That looks really nice. And now the onion is, is starting to cook there and the garlic. And I can, oh, the waft of the, I can really smell the mushroom. The fragrance of the mushrooms is coming through. And the garlic, I can smell that too. That smells beautiful. I can see it's taking shape as a sauce now. Mm. Uh, it's getting a little bit more sort of substance to it. And there's some juices coming out of that. Soon we'll add some um, white wine. And now, um, Violetta, what are you adding to Truffle. this? So and basically, you, here, you know, the best, you know, we also have fresh truffles. You don't have to use in a recipe because you don't know, can't be expensive or not easy to find, but it's possible and it's, it adds a lot of flavor. Normally you don't add fresh truffle um, inside when you're cooking because otherwise it's a waste, you know, it's expensive, it's very good, you just grate it on the top. But if you have a truffle that is already been cut and chopped and preserved under, under oil, then it's very good. It will add a little bit more um, truffle taste to the dish. So I'm going to put a couple of small teaspoons there. So this is available, you can buy this yeah, in Hong Kong? Yeah, in Hong Kong, yeah. Yeah, a lot in uh, Italian supplier stores. I think now we can put the pasta in. Yeah, we can just take just three minutes. Okay, so tell me which pasta you've got here. This is tagliolini, that it's a typical uh, Piemontese uh, kind of pasta, is um, egg pasta. So we just add the parsley and then we put the, water, uh, the pasta inside. This one particularly is fresh pasta. Normally only takes a few minutes, two, three minutes to cook. Right, the plate is just about ready for us to eat now. And Frederica's putting flakes of truffle onto the pasta. The pasta's been made into a lovely cone shape with mushrooms on the top. And you just sprinkle a little bit of Parmesan cheese on there and the rest of the um, chopped parsley. So that is all ready to serve. On the menu, delicious recipes for you to try at home. So I'm just going to try it, Violetta, and you've done very well on this. Let me just try it and see how that is. I'm going to cut that a little bit so I can try some. Mm. Mm, really sort of tender. Very nice. Um, let me just try it with a little bit of mushroom. I can taste the garlic. Oh, yeah, the, I see what you mean. The mushrooms have got a slight sort of crispiness and slight sort of bite to them. They're not soggy at all. 
And the pasta is beautiful. It's just like sprinkled with lots of parsley, flat leaf parsley. And let um, me just try it with a truffle too. I'm very lucky. I've got a generous helping of truffle here. Hang on. Mmm. Oh, that's delicious. Well, I know how to make it now. So it's come out the way you wanted it. And, and really, ideally, what you said is that this should be served almost immediately. Yeah, because there is no, like, um, you know, if you need to serve it later, you can add a little bit of uh, cream, like a cooking cream for pasta, uh, so it will stay longer, it will make more sauce. But in this case, you need to make it and serve it immediately, you know, so... Well, this has been absolutely fantastic. I just want to thank Violetta, Alessandra, and Frederica because she gave us the kitchen and she's been helping around constantly. And this has been an amazing meal and a super dish. And don't forget, you can have a look at my Facebook page if you'd like to download the recipe and all the photographs are there. I will be back next week with On the Menu, so make sure you join me again next week and get that apron ready because we'll be in the kitchen again. See you then. Bye-bye.